Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's not all scrunchy and destroyed because the intro was yesterday, and so was the outro. The new one, I'm assuming it's a USB cable. This is a brand new Amazon USB cable. All right, let's see how it goes. I'm excited to hear. All right. All right. Wild day at the Shattuck house. It, it was a wild day at our house and a wild day in politics altogether. First of all, like the the one of the undisputed heavyweight a-holes was surfaced today. I don't know who this guy is. I assume by now he's been doxxed. It's incredible. In a voting area in Virginia, a guy was handing out Republican. He was a greeter for Republicans to tell people, like, right. give them a little orientation what the Republicans are. There was a Democrat greeter there, too. Standing an appropriate distance from the polls, right. all that stuff. Yep. So anyway, so this guy, this voter, who looks a lot like Freddie something from the B-52s, this voter apparently like had words with the Republican guy and like called him a Nazi, whatever, the normal stuff. And then the Republican guy and then went in to vote, and then the Republican greeter had a feeling that he'd be back and finishing up, so he started recording, and the guy came right over to him and accused him of voter intimidation <laughs> and a whole bunch of other things. I have bleeped this out. So there you go, Alice. I will see if we can return us to some to some semblance of normalcy. When you tried to overthrow the election, you might have been might as well have been walking up to my head on the way to the polling station, putting a gun to my head, trying to tell me not to vote. Do you expect me to not to take that personally? All the guy did is say, would you like a Republican uh, pro- Sample sure. ballot. That's, right. Yeah, what he said. That's yeah. it. it. This guy has apparently had a lot on his mind, though, uh, because he is rip-leap at him. You f- try to overthrow elections with violence, and then you're out here among decent people? Thanks for what coming out there. What do you have to there. say to that, huh? What, and what's on your f- what's on your f- uh uh, your what are your policy prescriptions? Have a nice day. You've already uh, okay. raised rights. Yeah, involving is... yourself in people's families and their bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You animal. 
Yes, rapist rights. That's a typical. Year. That's a typical part of the Republican I, platform. <laughs> I wouldn't even know, like what, what sounding board does he <laughs> hang out in, where this is the consensus that have being a Republican literally the brand means all this stuff, to, to save the election to to rapist rights and all this other stuff. It's amazing. It's really not. I mean. But you can tell he's kind of casting about for stuff because he's not even sure why it is that he hates Republicans so much. Well, he doesn't know exactly. He knows why that they're he's upset. Incredibly terrible people. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, this well, that goes without so saying. Cloister. Please don't hurt anything. Please don't touch any cords. Do you need this? Please be very careful. Do you need this right now? Okay. Do you need this? Okay. okay. See you later. <laughs> careful of the cords. Thank okay. you. Tacos coming soon. Um. All he, he just described, like every. I assume this guy has never. Talk to a Republican has no idea. Simply, the this is the NPR effect and the effect of living and uh, of uh, psychotropic drugs and living around and operating among other people who also consider themselves extremely victims, who consider themselves at risk of being murdered at any time because of violent forces, and all of those are Republicans. That has got yeah. to be it. I mean, remember the guy I worked with who, who cried after Trump win won because he thought that Trump was going to like destroy him and his his um his husband like put them on trains or whatever. Yeah, he was like convinced of it. But like, but he was a smart guy and guy who works in politics. Like, what where are you getting this? Yeah. I don't I don't understand. I don't yeah, understand. I, and I, like I told you, I literally know somebody who like a friend's mom who needed to like get therapy after Trump was elected and like learn to let go of things because she literally let it stress her out so much like she was stressed out and upset all the time because Trump was the president and it doesn't come from a place like I don't like Democrats when they're president because <clears throat> I don't like taxes increased I don't like reaching out to Iran I don't like socializing medicine I don't like overregulations uh, I don't, you know, overly regulations like the thing that prevents me from being able to pour gas out of my gas can. Those kind of regulations. That's why I don't like them. I, I don't uh, dislike Democratic presidents because they're going to put me in prison camps or have me burned alive. I don't understand. Like, where, where, where are you getting this? Where are you getting this? And the thing is, with Trump, when Trump was elected... Right. I've heard very few cogent points about why he was terrible. Everything I heard was crazy. Yeah. A friend of mine told me, did you hear about the warships off of the coast of Chile? Did you? Did you hear that he's rounding people up? Did you hear that? It's like, what are you talking about? What are you guys doing? This is, it's all the crazy stuff. But I didn't hear like any policy position about him that you could fairly, it's all boogeyman stuff. Right. You could say that Trump, I mean, you could even go with it saying that and there was some stuff that was problematic, you know, saying that a Muslim ban was a stupid thing to say. But a complete and total ban until we figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> exactly. Right. right. And and obviously, I mean, but, the, but they didn't really care. They assumed that that meant like the, the desecration of everything Muslim and, and persecuting Muslims, et cetera, et cetera. Because if and not, because, the actual... because the Muslim ban was very much like the Obama ban. Right, which was just like countries terrorist that have countries. a lot of terrorists that don't have a way to vet people who go to other countries. Like you can't do a right. background check in those countries, then we're not going to accept right. immigrants from them. 
But it, it was like the same list of countries that Obama had the same policy. Let me from. let this cycle continue. Remembering you personally. Oh wait, no, we got to rewind on that one. Involving yourself in people's families and their bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You animal. Animal. You try to steal my. That vote. was like Lionel last year, who's calling me an animal. You mother <laughs> You animal. These people are nuts. And li- same thing with Lionel. He's effing nuts. He had, yeah. he had imparted every possible evil to me because I might have been going over 26 miles per hour <laughs> on a dirt road with no people or animals on it. He built it up in his head just like this guy. This guy's Lionel on his head. That I was Like the... I said to you earlier when we talked about this on your radio show, uh, WCTIC 1080 in Hartford, Connecticut, um, and I joined you there today, uh, and as did Peter Rabbit, um, but... Like I said to you then, it's like progressives react to a fantasy version of what's happening rather than the reality. Yes. Like he said it right at the beginning of this interaction. He was like, you standing there with that flyer, it's as though you pointed a gun at my head and told right. me I'm not allowed to vote. And now he's acting like that actually happened. Right. It's just like they react to the version of the Trump presidency that they imagine happened or, you know... That they're continuing to imagine, it, and they and they do it all the time. They do it like about the economy, or about the Ukraine or, war, or, or about COVID, or about very anything fine people else. on both sides. You see, he said very fine people on both sides, extracting that one sentence from paragraphs and paragraphs of conversations about statute yeah. debates that Trump had been having. He said white supremacists were very fine people. It's amazing. It's like literally not something that happened, but now we're going to just act like that happened and they're going to react to things and, and pretend it, like yes. they're living in that universe where that and, was what went on. Yes, and it gets and it gets minted into a solid fact because then people like Biden say, I wasn't going to run, but then I heard Donald Trump in Charlottesville say there were fire pine people on both sides. I said, damn it, I'm not going to let it happen. So then people hear it reinforced and say, wow, it really must be true. Well, yeah, or they say he's a Putin stooge. Mm-hmm. And they act like that's a thing, like that he's literally like a bought and paid for agent of the Kremlin and act like that was the presidency that happened. They blame him for the Ukraine war. They blame him for this or that. It's like or, you know, look at right now. Our troops have had more attacks on them in the Middle East than they have in years right now because of all this instability um, between Israel and the Palestinians. Right. And. Remember when um, Trump whacked Soleimani and yes. how all the experts and all the very serious people were like, oh, this is going to escalate. They're going to go after our troops, et cetera, well, they et cetera. hated Trump so much, and they, they like, built up Soleimani bigger than Trump as a better, more compassionate figure than Trump. Right. And then, like, they acted like this was going to cause some escalation. Trump's going to cause World War Three. all this stuff. Like, and it literally did not happen. Well, the right. opposite happened. Trump did not cause World War Three, and Biden did. We didn't have a problem with needing to bring in refugees from the Middle East in the Trump years. We did in the Obama years when there was a huge migrant crisis from the Middle East into Europe and into the United States. Then everybody was at peace during the Trump years. And then now that Biden's there, we are back to having instability and chaos everywhere and needing migrants to come from around the world. So, so much for root causes. But they act like all this stuff happened during the Trump presidency 
like that Putin did something during the Trump presidency. Literally, the only presidency where he didn't invade Ukraine was the Trump presidency. Right. But they still act like Trump did something to make Ukraine happen. Well, well, now they're and also the my favorite thing is they say, well, Biden is doing a better job than Trump would have. Yeah. So <laughs> the the uh, the uh, hypothetical. Trump's second term failed at Ukraine, even though it never happened. Even though they just it know. did fine in the first term. His first term was not demonstrative of what it would have been like. It would have been like Biden, only worse if he'd had a second term. So good luck selling that one. Have a nice day. You've rapist rights yeah. involving is... yourself in people's families and their bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You animal. Wow. You try to steal my vote next year, I'm going to remember you personally. Thank you. <laughs> First of all, this guy is a class A pussy. Uh, he is the least threatening person in the world. I'm not a tough guy, and I don't even know how to fight or anything like that, but I might have just gone and fought him right there because <laughs> I thought, he, what a pussy. This guy is easily – how quickly would he go from aggressor to friggin' victim if you slapped him, backslapped him right there, backhanded him? Oh my God! He just insulted me. He would take the soccer dive in the ground. Oh, he'd be this guy's. Anybody who speaks like that, like that, is a bitch. In fact, I'm taking a picture. Is that all right? Yeah, you Permission? can. Yeah, it's a one-party state. Yeah, one-party state. You want a one-party country? Is what you want. Hey, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> Somebody keep this guy from going out in public. Sir, he doesn't even you? know what he's saying. He's. Probably, I mean, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. He's probably having a bad day over something else, like his wife divorced him. Or, I don't like think his that is car a got totaled I or don't, something. Alice, no. You don't think the wife divorcing him is a possibility? Um, there is but, not a wife in this situation, <laughs> Alice. Uh, but no. Maybe something else is going wrong for him, and he just got all ginned up to like. Get in an altercation with a Republican at the polls or something. I don't know because it doesn't seem like it's really about that. Like, what kind of response is that to it's a one party? I'm going to take a picture of you, one party state. Yeah, you want a one party country. Like, it doesn't even mean anything. He's just saying stuff. He's just one party country. Is what you mean. Hey, sir, how are you? Headed in to vote? Yeah. Can I get your Republican sample ballot? Um, sure, thank you. Be buddy buddy with these people because they they put on a the face of a good neighbor, but they support lynch mobs and KKK, <laughs> Bible beating bigots and freaks. Freaks, huh? <laughs> so there you go. Um, but you know, you know, I don't. But this is like, do you remember? I mean. Because he saw that the guy was recording him. This is what boggles my mind is when people see that somebody's recording them and they continue to act insane. Like, at least when Lionel saw that you were recording him in your road rage incident, he, like, backed off and got a little nervous. Yes. Right? Like, this guy saw that he's recording him the whole time and he's still acting like a crazy person like that I think concerns me about people's mental health because he really thinks that people are going to see this video and think that he's in the right yeah you know what i mean it reminds me of the guy was he in the chick-fil-a drive-thru yes is that 
and he like yelled at the service worker at the Chick-fil-A yes. in the drive through and he like really thought people were gonna think he was a yeah. big hero for yeah. doing that. <laughs> like Yeah, and so the woman was like sweet as hell. He just ordered a free water, he's like, I'm not gonna pay for it. He's like just being <laughs> a total So bitch. but yeah, but this guy clearly thinks that like he's some kind of hero in this situation and that he's coming off looking good when he looks like an insane person to everybody. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I have to be honest, I have not really seen Republicans ever do this. No. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I mean, maybe the closest thing, honestly, is like with the posters where they're just going up to people and filming them and asking them why they're cheering for literal genocide and, you know, maybe something like that. But like, I, even that, like, it's. This kind of like unhinged behavior and thinking that you're on the right side and that people are going to like what you're doing is so bizarre to me. I'm going to revisit the Chick-fil-A thing, okay? This is Adam M. Smith at Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Well, I'm waiting in line. I'm next in line. I'm pretty excited about my free water. Um, he's got I... he's got the douche marketing guy glasses, mm -hmm. douchey marketing guy. He just totally, he's got it all, this guy. <laughs> I also see like a group of 30 college-age students over there. I'm wondering if they're doing a sit-in. I'm so excited. I might just join them. But let's see what happens with my free water. And I think I might just say a few words, too. Let's see. In this Beamer. It's been a long line. There's a long line of cars, too. I don't know if you can see, but it's, uh, you know, people who have to have their Chick-fil-A. Nothing says speaking truth to power like a guy in a BMW sandwich. yelling at a service worker. Mm, always oh, tastes it. better when it's full of hate. Mm. It's hate because Chick-fil-A is a... Christian company and they're closed Sundays and they're not for gay marriage. So this guy is saying, look at, look at the lines. Look at the people have to have their Chick-fil-A. You know, the stupid white trash people are having the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Hates him. Come on. I want my free water. Come on. I really hope those students over there are going to do a sit-in. I think they are. Mostly they're just eating. It just eating. makes sense. It makes sense. Move. person in front of me needs to Move. Move. There she goes. She's got her stuff. She's leaving. Here now he pulls go. up. This girl is very pretty and nicely and, and demure. Hey, how you doing? Fine. Good. Is this my free water? It is. Awesome. You know why I'm getting the free water, right? I do not. Because Chick-fil-A is a hateful corporation. I know, but I know, but you guys, but the corporation gives money to hate hate groups. Hate groups. Just I, because people want to kiss another guy. Sorry? I'm, I have to say neutral on this subject. My personal beliefs no, should I be understand. in the workplace. Yeah, I believe that too. I don't believe yeah. corporations should be giving money to hate. I'm this girl just wants to get through her shift. <laughs> and this freaking moron. She's like, I make eight brain moron. This lightweight, <laughs> tiny brained moron is doing this prancy dance. Groups. <laughs> totally understand. I'll take my water. Okay. It's it, my pleasure to serve you always. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm glad that I can take a little bit of money from Chick fil A and maybe less money to hate groups. Well, Have a great day. We're always happy to serve everyone. I don't know how you live with yourself and, you and work here. I don't understand it. This is a horrible corporation with horrible values. We're here to you serve deserve you better. Any way that you, need. you deserve better. Rachel deserves better. Okay? Well, I hope you have a really nice day. I will. I just did something really good. I feel purposeful. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm a nice guy, by the way. And I'm totally heterosexual. I'm not, not a gay in me. I just can't stand the hate, you know? It gotta stop. It's gotta stop, guys. Stand up. Have a nice day. All right. See you guys.
He's a nice guy. How come you get to be? Purposeful. See, isn't that just tell, tell you? Okay. I'm I just did a really, really good, good thing. I, <laughs> I just did something really good. <laughs> I feel purposeful. Imagine that. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Um, if you have to tell people. <laughs> yeah, despite maybe. everything you're seeing here, I can do this. It's okay if I do this because I'm a nice guy. You're. How do you live with yourself? How do you live with yourself? Person who's getting paid eight bucks an hour yes. to be nice to me. I feel purposeful. The people who feel purposeful are the most worst people in the world right now, and they're also tearing down posters, feeling purposeful about it. I'm a good person. I feel purposeful. That guy was excellent, and he has like been destroyed in business. She actually, she with probably not a college education. Had so much more street smarts than he did, because mm -hmm. he was and more professional in his attitude. And the more she was nice but uncomfortable in trying to smile and be sweet, the more his career was effed forever. <laughs> She's beautiful. And imagine he filmed that himself and thought he was the good guy. That's why it reminds me of the Virginia <laughs> um, election voter guy because. He's, like, so sure that he's doing the right thing that even though he's on video, he continues to do it. Oh, yeah, the one we just – yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, totally. The Virginia guy. Totally. Well, I also think that it's possible that, like, once you get captured, like, holy crap, am I all in or out? Lionel decided he was out. Lionel decided, okay, there's going to be some damage here. There's a chance that this guy might find me on the Facebook page of the town, which I did, and make my life difficult. Um, okay, so as uh, other – people who were just behaving so well today are the members of the squad. Here is um, Rashida Tlaib today. Who was uh, there trying to vote to censure her. Right. Semitism makes us all less safe and worry that your own child might suffer the horrors that six-year-old Wadiat did in Illinois. I can't believe I have to say this, but P Palestinian people are not disposable. Ilhan Omar is now comforting her. <clears throat> it's okay. Thank you for the murdered Jews. We are human beings. Just like anyone else. My city, my grandmother, like all Palestinians, just wants to live her life with freedom and human dignity we all deserve. Speaking up to save lives, Mr. Chair, no matter faith, no matter ethnicity, should not be controversial in this chamber. The cries of the Palestinian and, Palestinian and Israeli children sound no different to me. Why? Uh, right. What? Yeah, I don't which understand. Which is why I don't want the Israeli ones is to why exist the cries anymore. of Palestinians sound different to you all. We cannot lose our shared humanity, Mr. Chair. Um, so that is her. Now, Cori Bush, this supposedly, I haven't heard this one yet, but I've heard this one for the ages. She also went off of a, a lack of care and a lack of understanding and a lack of seeing the humanity of folks who look like Rashida Tlaib. It's outrageous that my colleagues are blatantly, blatantly attempting to silence the only Palestinian American representative right here. Um, it's outrageous, but it's not surprising. And let me tell you, it's not surprising because this place is where 1,700 members of Congress, this elected body, enslaved black people. It's not surprising because they thought it was right. It's not surprising because this is a place where members continue to claim that the insurrection on the Capitol just appeared to look like a normal tourist visit. I would just say that just technically slavery was a state institution, right. not a federal one. 
there was no capital building when Virginia was doing slavery originally. Right. So it doesn't matter. I understand what she's saying, but slavery was... They did not ban slavery right. until later. Slavery wasn't conceived in that building. Right. It was here. They didn't come up Shortly with it Shortly parts Congress. of slavery in Jim Crow were federalized. We know that, obviously. I mean, when, when we did as a country later outlaw slavery, that right. happened in Congress. Right, but the thing that's interesting is it's it's great that she's talking about slavery happening here. Mostly some Israelis were massacred. Right. And the killers are hiding behind Palestinians. Right. Innocent people. So there should be, if there's going to be reprimanding, it should be aimed at... Hamas. Exactly. But we're not getting that. We're getting a lesson in slavery from this miscreant. Surprising because they thought it was right. It's not surprising because this is a place where members continue to claim that the insurrection on the Capitol just appeared to look like a normal tourist visit. It's not surprising because this is the place where our black and brown staff members repeatedly oh. speak of experiencing racism. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, God. What an asshole. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it's midwits. You guys happy? Why don't you try to? Well, I mean, is it surprising because she was elected on the strength of the Michael Brown stuff? Yeah, she's right? a That's her moron. district. She's I mean, built like... on a lie. She's a lie. She's a stupid lie. <laughs> Everything is Islamophobia. Get pushed off of elevators. Xenophobia and more right here in this workplace. This is the place. And let me say this. She mourns for the 1,400 the, Israelis. The gentlelady's time has expired. Life. She mourns for the 10,000. And she will not stop. No the gentlelady's time has no expired. ceasefire now. And she takes the, the death threats that you all send. That, that the gentlelady is no longer speaker. recognized. The gentleman from Maryland. To her, to her. The desire to save lives is greater. Gentle, gentleman from Maryland is recognized. That's okay. what I said. We'll, we'll reserve. The gentleman from Maryland reserves. The gentleman from Georgia is recognized. God, oh, dumbass. Here's uh, here's uh, Jihad uh, Ilhan Omar. What is true here is that every single one of them has not acknowledged the fact that Palestinians are dying in the tens of thousands, but will continue to say it is us who are not acknowledging humanity. Rashida will stand strong. The ladies, time has expired. Movement will continue for liberation until every single time has expired. Has the right G to gentleman live from Maryland is recognized. We what is has the right to live in liberty. You know, uh, it's if the Palestinians aren't living in liberty, that is not Israel's fault. Right. I'm sorry. If they became good actors immediately, then things would be a lot different. The problem is it's run by a criminal organization, and way too many of the Palestinian people in the Gaza Strip uh, support killing all the Jews. Freaking mess. Take your own freaking trash problems. I'm so sick of these people. By the way, isn't these people who are screaming at us, except for Cory Bush, aren't they Americans? My city was bombed? What, what do you mean your city? Well, Rashida Tlaib is from there, right? But right, then she came here, right? She a U.S. citizen now? <laughs> I mean, in theory, right? That's the idea. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Jesus. Uh, I... Uh, all right. So, um, in, um, what else? What, what do you want to hit next? Oh, I guess, you know, we should hit, we should hit this poll, uh, in the CNN reaction to the poll, the Trump poll. Reading in the crosstabs, the most important part, as Phil mm-hmm. reminds us, <laughs> just all of those from women to Hispanic voters, black voters, <clears throat> 22% of black voters behind Trump. That is not seen in mm-hmm the modern era for a Republican frontrunner, right? I mean, wow. It, it's startling. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the, the Democratic response, Kevin Munoz, the, the spokesman for Biden. What a word. We're startled. <laughs> We're startled that fewer than 90% of black people are now supporting Biden. More black people have concerns that we haven't given them permission to have. They care about things like safety and food prices and gas prices. No, they're not acting the way we need them to act. They're reacting to other things we have not given them permission to. Right. Just be mad at the racism and George Floyd, who absolutely was an upstanding citizen, Michael Brown, another upstanding citizen, just killed outright, and Trayvon. Right. That's what they should be worrying about. Yeah, blacks and Hispanics have the same interests as everybody else. Right. But the problem is that they're so freaking underserved by the activist class who are partners with these with Democrats, of course, because they're handing a lot of these people run the uh, the organizations that are get a lot of federal grant money. And so, Mm -hmm. like we know, some a lot of them are indicted now. (laughs) So it's just it's just amazing. But startled is startling. And this idea that. You know, we have a year, we can turn things around. I think you have to look at this being a challenge from the very beginning, right? Black voters from the very beginning were saying that we will help you get Joe Biden into office. Um, but, you know, this is not necessarily our preference. Uh, this was uh, about democracy and saving democracy. And so here we are a year later. Uh, he has not been able to change their impression. Imagine black seeing home- these results and thinking the problem is they're not radical enough for the black voters. I never bought the saving democracy thing. Like, working people... Nobody cared about, quote, saving democracy. Yes. If anything, people voted for, like, can we just have normal? Can we not have everyone be Mm -hmm. psychos for a minute? But that's not what's happening right now. Normal is not what we have gotten during the Biden presidency. What we've gotten is insane prices at the grocery store, at the gas pump, and housing everywhere, and potentially World War III any minute now. That's what we've gotten in the Biden presidency. We haven't gotten normal. We haven't gotten what we had in 2019, which was world peace and a great economy, right? And that's what people ultimately want. What we have now is insane people shrieking at people at the polls and, you know, insane people shrieking in Congress 
And um, this is a story we talked about. Manson girls ripping down posters. Ripping down posters. um, We talked about on your show today, but not on this show, the people blocking a U.S. military vessel at the port of Tacoma. There's a bunch of activists that blocked this ship first in Oakland for uh, starting on Friday. I can't believe this isn't a bigger news story, by the way, that it's only being covered in these, you know, local publications. MyNorthwest.com is covering that these activists are literally blocking a military vessel that they've been leaked information to from the DOD that it's supposed to be bringing weapons of some kind to israel or whatever they're trying to block the train tracks around the port you know they're sticking stuff on the train tracks trying to derail the trains or whatever how is this okay they had to remove three people from the vessel in oakland and detain them i mean amazing this is amazing that this is where are the, all the arrests? Is anybody arrested? <laughs> I know. The bloody hand stuff they jumping over the White House fence. Three people, yeah, jumping over the White House fence. All this stuff. Everybody has lost their minds and is acting like crazy people. Not just the guy at the Virginia polls, but everybody. Not just the squad. They're all. They've all gone insane. It's really wild to me. Um, speaking of insane in Massachusetts, we are running out of room in our motels and hotels for migrants. Did you see this story that I sent to us? The state, uh, we don't have really a shelter system because we just don't. So our shelter system is we put people up in hotels and motels, but we are running out of space. The state's emergency migrant shelter system could reach capacity as early as Tuesday as House lawmakers plan to vote on sending $250 million more million in funding to help the strain system. So it's a quarter of a billion dollars. A majority of the migrants coming into the, for context, our like whole state budget is around like $50 billion. Okay, so not that huge. Anyway, so yeah, so $250 million more dollars in funding mm-hmm. for the emergency shelter system, which is we just put migrants up in hotels. A majority of the migrants coming into the state have been staying in motels and hotels, but by either Tuesday or Wednesday, the state expects there will be no rooms left and families will have to be put on waiting lists. According to the state's latest numbers, there are currently 7,439 families enrolled in the state's shelter system. The state reports that 30 of those families came on board in the last 24 hours. So we're getting 30 families a day and we're already at like 7,500 right now. Governor Moore Healy's put a cap on families of 7,500. After that, Healy said they'd have to wait and be sent to the place where they last stayed. As it stands right now, the Healy administration has said the state will exhaust its $325 million of shelter budget by January 13, 2024. The House plans to vote Wednesday on Healy's request for an additional $250 million. So more than a half a billion dollars we are spending on putting up migrants in hotels. This would help cover costs but not create any more physical space for new families coming in. This is an issue that the state has really had to bear the brunt of for far too long from the very beginning without federal assistance. And we really need congressional action, Healy said. Now, does she want congressional action on the border, do you think? No. No. She wants more (coughs) taxpayer money. We need them to move and act on the funding that President Biden supported weeks ago. We also need help from the Biden administration. Massachusetts is the only— It's so funny— I love this. I hope they take over this entire state and burn it down, including me. I'm fine with it. <laughs> they wanted to be a sanctuary state. You wanted to have all the special things to show what a really good people you were. Oh, yeah. Well, Remember the people on Martha's Vineyard? They show what people in Massachusetts well, are Well, like. there you go. This is what you wanted. All the people. Remember Melrose Sanctuary City? All are welcome. In this house, we believe. Well, good. Take some people and they're coming. 
They need places to, places to stay. Enjoy. Do that. I'm all for that. It, and it's kind of like when a bunch of Republican states, after the Dobbs thing happened, had archaic abortion laws there because they never thought Roe would be lifted. Right. You know? This is beautiful. This is poetic, poetic, and I love it. And I love it. You wanted to um, have a purposeful life, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That was your that was your. I'm purpose. feeling really purposeful. Yes. Massachusetts is the only state in the country that has a right to shelter law, but Representative Peter Durant, a Spencer Republican, <laughs> said he plans to file an amendment to modify it, specifying only legal residents who've been here at least three years would qualify for emergency housing. No, 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 no. The Healy administration wants to get migrant families out of shelters, but the governor's focus is on speeding up the work permit process. We've got a number of people who are in shelters who are looking to work, and that is why we set up a couple of separate work streams to get people People working and get them and their families exited from shelter, Healy said. Those operations are underway, and that's going to be an important part of where we spend time and energy. Next week, the United States Department of Homeland Security will be hosting a clinic where migrant families can apply for work authorization. So that's great. So when our state says they're asking for help from the federal government dealing with the migrant crisis, what they mean is can you process them quicker to get them all work permits and be here more permanently and give us money to continue to put them up in hotels? Yeah, the guy who's the guy? running the, the democrat running uh against biden is it fisher or what's his I name i forgot the guy's I name, forget yeah, his name yeah. too but anyway he's more of a moderate democrat and he is he's all for setting up camps in central america and keeping them all there yeah absolutely why wouldn't we have the remain in mexico policy we know that a lot of the people applying for asylum are not do not have legitimate asylum claims. No. But our policy right now is that we just bring you in anyway and give you a court date five years from now. Well, that will that's when we'll decide whether or not you have a legitimate asylum claim. And we know a lot of these people don't to start with because it's not actually no. just an asylum claim is not just like I feel like coming and my life was crappy where I was. No, it is not. That is it's, insufficient. Yes. It's not it's that like my life specific, sucks and the economy sucks. That, that doesn't work like that. It's not like we don't have enough street lights because Kamala didn't address the root causes yet. It's like specific things like political persecution and stuff. Like if you're a political prisoner or things like that, you know, it's not it's you have to show certain specific things to get an asylum claim. And we know that a lot of these people do not have asylum claims. So we know that like they don't have a legitimate claim to be here, but we're just, we're playing make pretend as you like to say. So there you go. Um, Let me just, just see why Biden's um, one year, one year out from election day, 2024, President is a new poll. President, former President Donald Trump narrowly leads Joe Biden, 49 to 45 percent, among registered voters in a hypothetical rematch in the latest CNN poll conducted by SSRS. Biden's reelection chances are buffeted by deeply negative approval ratings, uh, a stagnant sense that things are going poorly in the United States. I love that. A sense that things are going fine, but the people have a sense of it. Bonus points if they have a clause after that in the paragraph, like a lot of these articles do. Despite the great economic numbers, voters still don't believe the economy as well. A sense that things aren't going well, even though... Yes. A sense that things are going poorly in the United States. Diminished support among key voter blocks. By the way, uh, can I tell you, Alice? Yes. I don't know that I knew that the voter block was B-L-O-C-S. Oh, I knew that. I thought it was B-L-O-C-K-S. It's C-S, but yeah, it's okay. That's disappointing. In a widespread sense that he's not up for the job. Well, I think that's your lead, CNN. (laughs) It's a sense that he's not up for the job. Yes, that's right. The sense, that's right. By the way, they don't attribute any editorial comments to him like they would have said Trump's lying. 
Is it the fact that you can't feed your family? Is it that that's giving you that sense? Is it the fact that the Middle East is completely on fire? What exactly is causing the sense? No, things are, what are you talking about? Things are fine. The White House was asked today about it. Uh, a lot of videos of individuals who have been tearing down signs, many of these taking place in New York City, of Israelis presently being held hostage in Gaza. There have been some tense keeper um, has been confrontations that have taken place there. Is the White House's view that these actions should be condemned, the pulling of the pulling down of them, or that that's a form of peaceful protest? Now, she is working th her fingers through her trapper keeper right now. Let's see, is you this under Islamophobia? You can't have an off-the-cuff response <laughs> nope. to pulling pictures of children who've been kidnapped off of... Do we condemn that or no? I'm not sure. Holy God. Look, I, I haven't. I've sort of kind of seen the reporting here and there. I think it was from last week, right? It's literally been everywhere for weeks. Yes, it's flooded. Twitter is now that. <laughs> it's only about posters. It's happening in Washington D.C. as well. Thirty million videos that got around. No, I know. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just not going to. Not going to. I'm not going. Is that peaceful protest to pull that down, or should you not be? I'm just not going to go into specific. The most hot button political cultural issue happening in this country right now that has to do with hate which is a big priority of our white house i'm just not going to go into that one right now we're not no. going to go into it specifics on that particular thing uh what wow. i can say there are real vi violent protests and threats that are happening right now and senior administration officials are are aware of these reports, uh, which are deeply <laughs> concerning. And that is something that uh, we're focused on. Uh, has she seen videos all through her timeline of people pulling posters down? No, she might have heard about no, no, something. No, no, in truth, maybe has she? Yeah, of course. Of course she has. <laughs> the fact that they've decided in the White House that in the face of this, they can't have a strong statement about it ready and in fact they couldn't come up with anything nothing to give they don't even give her an out so she's just struggling to the traffic keeper there's nothing that tells you this this uh white house is in turmoil and they are so afraid of getting crap from the left they don't know what to do it's like the obama speech it's a lot of nothing okay i'll spend 50 seconds and say i haven't really seen stuff and hopefully he'll move on in the name of god i hope he moves on and that's it can you imagine, by the way, once again, once again to my Jewish friends, I apologize, get guns. Uh, you are not safe like I thought you would be. And you are simply not safe. It's amazing. 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 Meanwhile, um, the folks at, uh, are angry at Steven Crowder in Nashville, of course, because he broke the story, uh, the thing that the news should have been doing, getting the shooter's manifesto. Not only that, of course, I've heard that two cops are being fired or whatever. For yeah, they're trying to fire two cops for exactly. it. They're that's, claiming one of them was paid, which Steven Crowder says wasn't true. That's the priority. But So they're going after Steven Crowder and for the doing police. the news that they should have done because if, if there's a, a Christian white-hating shooter around, then the community should probably know about it. This is Crowder. Um, this is coverage of this. Crowder admits he is biased and believes he was right to release the writings. Crowder is no stranger to controversy. He's been accused of homophobia, misogyny, and racism. This is the local news station having been beaten, <laughs> been skunked by Stephen Crowder. 
now just destroying his reputation because they didn't get a story that and they should have. of course, their reporter was on Twitter the day that these were released going, oh, sources tell me this is out of context, that there's, other, that there's more to it than that. Like, okay. He has remained defiant in the wake of these criticisms and steadfast what? in his beliefs, defiant. including <laughs> that it's taken too long for Metro Police to release the Covenant shooter's writings. You know, you could also think it's taken too long. You could also think that. Your job is not to watch this stuff go on. <laughs> you have you all have media passes to go do media stuff if you want. Can you imagine like what reporting has fallen to? It used to be that like news like reporters that used to be at the Herald and places like that would like kill to get their hands on something like that. And that they would like protect their sources and have like a secret um encrypted inbox where you could send your Right. stuff to keep their sources safe so that you could because they would be trying to get this story now the news sources are like tut tutting because people yeah. dare to release information do, that's not how you do things you don't report things the way turtle boy does no we don't we're not going to make people uncomfortable not in here to make people uncomfortable like he doesn't find fact find the mayor's office is now looking to fire people over the like okay so all of that is it's true. True. Uh, except it's spelled louder with a U. I don't know if you. Yeah. Oh, they put <laughs> it louder. L O W D E R on the Chiron. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Alice, uh, what is the hot sauce? The Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, or you can leave a message for the show. All right. So I've checked in. I've done a wellness check. Steve from Gloucester. He seems to be in okay spirits. I've had people asking. Because he took a meteoric fame rise in the last couple of days after his video manifesto, slamming uh, Kirk Minahan's show, which um, I think he made some good points on there. I mean, I do. I, I, we haven't listened to today's, but there might have even been personnel changes over there. But I do realize that that once Kirk's attention is on you, Steve, that if you're not in media or not a media whore like I am or wannabe whore with no Johns. <laughs> Um, that, that it could be very off-putting. So, uh, but he seems to be all right. So I'm there you go. But, he, but he's fine. But, but he's not on the chat chat, of course. He's got, like, he's either living his best fame life or perhaps hiding. I don't know. It can go either way. Brian from Salem. Is there one and only chat chat message? Brian okay. from Salem. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Oh, Salem. Close to here. Well, not really close to here, actually. Kind of close. Salem is 16 miles from Boston. It's more like 30 miles from here. It feels like it's close. It is one of, of those places yeah. that seems like it should be closer here and is, like, far. Yeah. If you're in the Georgetown, West Newbury area, you're close to nothing. <laughs> it's There's... funny because we have friends in New Hampshire, and when we moved from Melrose, we were like, oh, we're moving way north. And, like, where they live in New Hampshire, it used to be, like, 20 minutes to get there from Melrose, and now we're somehow 45 minutes away from them. Like, well, right. we moved farther from them. <clears throat> because we jot up into New Hampshire, so they're south now. Yeah, <clears throat> we're north of them. Hey, TNA. Hey. Hey. Congrats on Peter Rabbit. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a little ditty for you, Ooh. courtesy of Garrett Morris about, I don't Ooh. know, 30 plus years Love ago. Garrett Morris, Saturday Night Live, Alice. You don't know Go! No, buy me a shotgun and shoot all the whiteys I see. <laughs> Gonna buy me a shotgun and shoot all the whiteys I see. 
Garrett Morris is uh, underrated, I think. He was great. He was. I don't know if he's the original, but he was one of the originals. A black guy. Very funny. Very good. I, I think he managed to get himself shot, actually, in the 80s or 90s. I'm not even sure. But it's interesting to talk about. Maybe he'll be on uh, Who Are These Laughing? What's Mike's blind Mike's show? Why are we laughing? <clears throat> Maybe they'll talk about him now. I uh, certainly hope they do. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave shot chat messages, um, including... You know, whenever you feel ready, Steve, no pressure. Yes. Um, and everybody else, uh, that is at burnbarrelpodcast.com. <clears throat> Isn't it interesting that with the exception of Brian from Salem, like tonight, and last night, Roy Mathers, everybody stops at the same time or leaves messages at the same time. They're either a 10, 15, or 1. Right. Depending. <laughs> um, you, know what, you know what would stink? What? If we lost... Uh, Steve from Merrimack. Well, Steve from Merrimack and Steve from Gloucester are two very good contributors. Mm-hmm. But imagine very Steve different, from Merrimack. But both got- Steve, we're one or, or two, one town over. We're one river away from the river to the sea, as you say, Steve from Merrimack. Um, don't go to another podcast. You're ours. You stay right here. <laughs> okay? Um, <clears throat> where was I? I was telling people they could leave those messages at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a red button where you can leave messages. Um, if you want to join us for the live stream so you get to see the show first. The thing is, though, that Steve couldn't – he's not going to like – first of all, there's no interacting on the <clears throat> on the like commentary podcast. But, like, he, he, can't, he can't move – Steve Merrimack can't move to a, another podcast – because he's not smarter than the commentary guys. With he's us, he's smart. right in the middle. No, he's very smart. I agree. But with us, he's right in the middle of being really like smarter than us, or maybe uh-huh. just me. So that's a that's got to be a good feeling for him. That he's always like a, a highlight. Whereas if you go on, if he goes on the um, the what's the fourth wall, fifth column, fifth column podcast, mm-hmm. it's different. They're very funny there and smart. You know. We're just mediocre enough here, Steve, that you can feel very good about your place. So come back. Um, I don't know if that was a compliment or not or what. I don't know. Um, you too can get backhanded compliments like that from Tom if you leave messages on the show. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.